Hello, and welcome to the Divorce Woman's Guide podcast, where we talk about the things us divorcees are thinking, but not always talking about, as we turn our divorce into the best gift you've ever been given. And I do so with a little bit of sass and a whole lot of class. I am your host, Wendy Sterling, founder of The Divorce Rehab. I am here to support you in this transition phase of your life so you can start your new best chapter on your own terms. After all, that's what I did after my own divorce. And now it is my mission to change the conversation around divorce and help you see why your divorce, like mine, was the best gift you ever received. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Divorced Woman's Guide podcast. How are you doing today? Happy, happy day. I am excited to be here with you guys today to share some of my wisdom about a theme that has been coming up quite a bit with a lot of my clients. And it's something that's also been resonating in my Facebook community, the Divorce Rehab. And that has to do with learning how to trust again, especially those of us who have felt an immense betrayal. And I will tell you guys that this was one of the hardest pieces for me to really get over. And as many of you guys know, or for those of you who are new to my podcast, my ex-husband did cheat on me. And he was the last person that I would ever have thought to be capable of hurting me in that way. And so it was really hard for me to learn how to start trusting again. And what it took me some time to understand is that trust really starts with yourself. And regardless of whether you are untrusting of other people, you don't know what it feels like if you don't trust yourself. So how do you know if you're going to be able to trust somebody else if you don't know what trust feels like within you? So I want to share with you guys today three ways that you get to start learning how to trust again. So you're going to want to either make a mental note of this or take some notes and write this stuff down. But number one is knowing what your inner wisdom sounds like. Now, your inner wisdom, or perhaps you want to refer to it as your inner guidance, really refers to that small, quiet voice inside of you. It's not the negative critic. It is not the loud, overbearing noise that you hear inside of your head. What it is, is something that you truly know deeply, deeply, within. In other words, it's like a knowing that feels innate to all of us, to you. And that is the wisdom. That is the voice that will guide you to understand, to learn, and to know, to trust it. Now, why is that so hard for many of us? Well, that is because we all have incredible ability to create stories in our head. Stories are created in our minds before we ever even have facts. However, we believe that they're the truth, right? We automatically will say, well, this is how it is, or I know that this is what's going to happen. 
But we often forget that the truth is not necessarily the same thing as your story. And instead, your story is about perception, right? It's about what you perceive it to be. So it's not it, it's not a truth. And the first clue to really know that something that's coming up in your mind is more of a story is when the story makes you feel negative emotions, right? And, you know, perhaps there's more to it than you think versus that quiet, soft inner wisdom is really a voice that's like trying to cut through the loud negative critic um, and to cut through that confusion that's happening in your mind. It's also, you know, that that inner wisdom, um, just to point out one more thing, is that it's not a judgmental voice, right? So a lot of times our negative voice is judging us, right? Telling you something's good, something's bad, something's wrong. It feels condemning or disempowering. That is not, 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 not your inner wisdom. It's also that voice that tells you you should or this, you know, you know, perhaps you're using the word I ought to or must anything, okay? Your inner voice is the negative inner voice is what creates shame or guilt, not your wisdom. So your inner wisdom is actually the voice of love, you guys. Your inner wisdom is what's coming from your heart center. It's love, okay? It it definitely speaks to you in a loving, loving way. And the voice of what that true inner wisdom is all about is it it is not going to bring you information that's not coming from a place or love. So the inner wisdom, you know, I feel my inner wisdom in a different place. I actually feel it in my heart center. And sometimes in my gut, right? And and it can be like really subtle. It can be just like a soft, subtle push or little tug or like an emotion that that kind of stirs a pot inside of me. But it's not one that drudges up negativity. It's one that's like, hey, Wendy, start paying attention to me. You know, ways that we get to start listening to that inner wisdom is knowing that the guidance is going to be positive and it's always going to be in favor of you. So I know I spent a lot of time talking about inner wisdom and I do that because there's a really important distinction between the two voices that are inside of your head. You know, you can almost imagine it too as, you know, having an angel on one side and a devil on the other and and your inner wisdom is your angel, right? Okay, so that's step number one in learning to trust yourself again. So understanding how to distinguish between your inner wisdom and your negative inner critic. Step number two, okay, is learning what your values are and allowing them to guide you. So I spend like the first, I don't know, two weeks to a month in my group coaching program, educating and helping my clients to truly dig deep and figure out what their values are. Now, values can be things like honesty, integrity, respect, communication, love, community, family, whatever your values are. You may think you know what they are on the surface. However, it's really about understanding which one is is at the core. A lot of times, 
certain words um, can be grouped together to, to figure out which one is more powerful. These are the types of exercises that I do work on with my clients. However, for those of you tuning in and listening, the way that you can come up with your values is really understanding you know, what things are crucial to you, right? Because my ex-husband you know, cheated on me, for me, honesty was my number one value back in the day. It has morphed into the word integrity for me today. And so, so the way that I use my values in trusting myself is checking back in with what my values are anytime I'm in a situation where there is the possibility for me to not trust myself or to not trust somebody else. So I always go back and check in with my values. I remind my clients this all the time. I'll always say to them, hey guys, check back with your values because that is what's going to be your inner compass. So you can think about your values in that way to help you to better understand what trust feels like. Okay. Step number three, you guys, in learning how to trust yourself again, it is your intuition. Okay. This is different than your inner wisdom because your intuition is really a gut feeling. Now, I will never forget the day that I got whacked over the head by the universe with what felt like a two by four when I discovered what was going on in my marriage. And from that day forward, it was one of those moments where I was like, oh, that's what you feel like. That's what that sensation is. It's my intuition. It is my gut reaction that will never let me down. And our gut is really important. I always do a check with my own gut. I do a check with my clients and their guts to just go like, what does your gut say about this? And to trust it. And I know that it can be really hard at first. But what I will tell you guys is that it's almost like it's like another muscle that you get to start building as you are in your recovery process, right? Part of what you guys get to work on is starting to understand what your intuition is saying, starting to trust it because it's never going to let you down. I know that for a fact. It is something that, again, it, it was something that just woke up inside of me that day. And I know what it feels like. I know what it, it where it comes from in my body. So start paying attention. Pay attention to where it is in your body that you are feeling and understanding that intuitive hit, that intuitive gut punch that is telling you, hey, wake up and start paying attention to me. Now, you guys, this takes time. It takes practice. Okay. Remember, how many years were you married? How many years were you in, a, in an intense emotional relationship? Have grace and have patience with yourself. Okay. And don't forget to just keep checking back with yourself. Use the three steps that I shared with you guys today and let me know how it's going for you, how it is that you're able to really start in baby steps to start retrusting yourself again. You guys get to live your best life after divorce. So Pay attention, start learning how to trust yourself again, because the answers are within you. You don't have to keep seeking them outside.
So you guys, if you haven't already subscribed to my podcast, please be sure to do so. Click on the subscribe button so that you don't miss a single episode. I have episodes coming out every single week. You don't want to miss them. Either I have a guest coming on or it's just a solo episode from me. So I hope that you guys love today's episode. Please feel free to hit reply on the email that you may have received with this e- with this particular podcast episode. Or perhaps you stumbled upon me, please be sure to send me your feedback, Wendy at wendysterling.net. I would absolutely love to hear from you guys. I always respond, I'm always listening. I wanna know what, what was an aha moment for you in today's episode, or perhaps there was something you didn't really think about, or you have a question, ask. And if you guys are looking for guidance and support wherever it is that you are, you know you can always schedule a support call with me. You go to contactwendy.com. Be sure to be in my Facebook group, The Divorce Rehab, where is you guys will get all of my information or you can go to my website, wendysterling.net and subscribe to my email list so that you guys don't miss a single thing that I do. And I do a lot of stuff a lot of the time. There will be a summit coming up towards the end of spring. So keep an eye out for that. Keep an ear out for that. Hope you guys have a beautiful rest of your day. Sending you so much love, light, and joy as always. Mwah! Bye, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Divorced Woman's Guide podcast. If you like what you hear, please share this episode with someone you know or spread the word on social media. This is how I reach more divorcees around the world and provide them with the support they need to create their next best life. And I would also love to continue the conversation with you. So please friend me on Facebook, join my private Facebook group, The Divorce Rehab, and follow me on Instagram at Divorce Rehab with Wendy. I'll see you next time.